Okay, ladies. So this episode is called Automatic Love. Saka Fett, you're listening to Unfiltered Lyman with BLT. Every week, we will reflect on our journeys on trying to navigate between our parents' traditional culture versus American culture. We are your hosts, Bertie, the Haitian sensation, Lisa, the Dominican diva, and Terry, the tantalizing trini. No one's talking, so let's get unfiltered. So we're talking about um, relationships as with our children and children relationships with their parents and um just because they're our parents or just because they're our child it's not an automatic love say that again sister yeah (laughs) i think i think a lot of times it's kind of like those relationships we take for granted on both sides Mm -hmm. because we've been with each other all our lives well Mm -hmm. not all our lives but as children our parents that's all that's the first person we know Uh and we just take it for granted they're there they take care of us they've Uh always taken care of us Uh and they're always there so sometimes we don't feel like we you know need to go out of our way for them mm-hmm. and also too as parents for their children they just you know assume the love is there assume the relationship is there and they just come out the womb and we just should know each other <laughs> and everything should be you know yeah daisies and berries you yeah. know what i mean so With no contrast contrast no, yeah no yeah. you know what i mean like if yeah lord forbid if they don't get along with us all this other stuff like we don't feel that that we need to put effort in building Mm-hmm. a relationship with those and i think it's, it goes beyond just parents and, and children you know siblings i feel all the same way i feel like when people get married you know husband and wife is the same thing like there are certain like when we meet perfect strangers i feel like there's a you already are in defense because you don't know that person right so how is it that when we put people in our space like our family and stuff like that or we get married to somebody then we don't put the same effort anymore you understand what i'm saying and building that but with the stranger we start from like okay i don't know you i need to figure you well i need to see what you're all about can i trust you your words or what it is and all this other stuff like your feelings you know do i care about your feelings and all this but with people that are close to us we don't put we don't do none of that stuff. We just feel like oh, okay well you're my sister but but talking about parents to child relationship and child to parents relationship in that aspect, I think there's a lot of taking for granted of yeah. relationship. Yeah. And I'll let you ladies uh, elaborate on that. For an example, uh, Terry, you was mentioning um, you would like to feel some more, you know, appreciation, a thank you for a gesture that you do, <laughs> you know, just they just assume like, oh, OK, mom's got it. So we can. Hi, boy. You know, <laughs> no, I think, Bertie, you hit it right on the head, which is perfect because we automatically, because these people are family, we automatically, like you said, we go in with the trust that they're going to be good, they're going to do right, and so on and so forth. When we meet somebody on the street, we have to put them through all this stuff first before we get to the, you know, before we start to get to the meat and right, potatoes. Exactly. And you know something? A lot of times our family disappoints us. 
Okay. Even our children disappoint mm. us because our, mm-hmm. because here we go with that word. The expectation is that because mm. I'm your mother or I'm your father and you're my child or whatever, you're supposed to, you know? And mm-hmm. if you think about it in hindsight, they are individuals just like we are individuals, just like we meet individuals mm-hmm. and they have their own thought processes and how they you know, mm-hmm. think and feel. And we have to be able and we should be able to move differently. But again, the mm-hmm. expectation is you're supposed to because you're my child. Mm-hmm. Okay. Straight out. And yeah. like, and like Lisa said, you know, we've been together, we've been riding high, you know, before you even came out. So my expectation mm-hmm. is you do right by me and I'm supposed to do right by you. And sometimes that don't even, mm-hmm. that don't happen. So we need to maybe step yeah. back, you know, and really reevaluate. The question is, what is it that we need from them? Because just as they need from us, what do we need mm-hmm. from them? That's why they're here. What exactly do we need from them to help us to move to our next level? Right. And I also feel like to add to your point is we have to be able to, because our children are learning their process, right? Just mm-hmm. like we have to learn our process. So taking it back to our Caribbean, and I will use myself, um, Caribbean culture versus American. I felt like in my household, God, I love my mom. I love my dad. You know, rest in peace to my dad. But I feel like where our generation for me is different is the fact that we understand that from a child being born to whatever age we stay in their life, they have feelings and emotion that they're processing Mm -hmm. and growing and developing just like us. And I felt like in my family, with my parents, maybe it's going to sound wrong. I don't think they acknowledge that you have feelings and emotions. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I felt like when I had an emotion, it was either like, okay, you're, you're a child, right? So you're always supposed to be happy and you should be, you're supposed to, I don't know. I just felt like there will be things that will bother me. You know what I'm saying? There will be things that I would go through because growing up, like I had selfish self image issue. You understand what I'm saying? Like all these other stuff. And I didn't have somebody that I could reach out to or go to my mom and say, yo, you know what I'm saying? Cause out of like me, my mom and my sister, I'm literally the hairiest. Like they don't have to shave all this. And I'm just using that as an example, but I'm just saying like, I felt like a lot of time, like the oddball out. Right. And I would say I would never have, I like, I couldn't just go to my mom and say, yo, mom, I feel like, how do I deal with self-image issue? How do I deal with people making fun of me because of my accent? Because you know what I'm saying? I wasn't born here. So I'm being made fun of because I'm Haitian or this and that, like these feelings, you know, those are real feelings. And I don't feel like I could even go to them. I would say my dad, maybe, but I felt like with my mom, I don't know if she had those things growing up. You understand what I'm saying? So I feel like with our generation, I think we talk to our kids more about that. And maybe that's one of the areas where they maybe, I don't know, they just don't don't see us as people outside of being their parents, outside of just being the title. You understand what I'm saying? That's right. So let's talk about that for a second. And we're going to go back to the Caribbean versus American, right? Mm-hmm. And let's keep it real. In the Caribbean, their upbringing, like you said, kids are seen and not heard. Mm -hmm. So there's no relationship. There's no parents talking, sitting down with their kids and being like, let me tell, tell me about your feelings. How are you feeling Mm -hmm. today? 
None of that was going on. They was looking at that as Poppy Show. Mm-hmm. Suck it up, suck it up, and keep on going. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's the American culture where we're trying to get better and heal those generational traumas. Wound, yeah, traumas, wounds. So now people are sitting down and having the conversation. So with now as an adult, putting the year that I've had, putting things in perspective. Um, I mentioned to you ladies, I went to a holistic doctor and she put things in perspective and she was like, you don't know what trauma your Mm -hmm. mother had or your Mm -hmm. grandmother had. And that when you carry a child, that trauma, because that child is in your womb, that trauma gets transferred to the child. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it made me sit back and think like, okay, my mom and I, we weren't BFFs, Mm -hmm. but now sitting back looking, I'm like, wow. If I had a better understanding of her upbringing, mm-hmm. would I have been able to allow her the grace? Mm-hmm. Would I have been able to, when I noticed that she had a hard time communicating certain things, would I have been able to sit back and be like, you know what, mom, let's sit down and talk about this. It's okay. This is a safe space. Mm-hmm. But that's something that I had to learn. I didn't know that I can be like, this is a safe, t- to use those words to let the other person know this is a safe space. We can sit and talk. Mm-hmm. Right. We're just learning that now as an American part of the American culture that to sit down and build those relationships and, and heal those relationships and be better communicators. Right. Yeah. So. But do you go like so if if like you said, and I just want to make a point, do you feel like as we say in our culture or back in, you know, whatever kids are seen or not heard. So what do you think as children? We looked at our parents and we thought. They're providers. They're supposed to be strong. I feel like it goes both ways. Like, if you saw your parents having feelings and emotions, how would you been able to deal with it? Because now, you know what I mean? Thinking about it, because we expect them to be this certain. Does that make sense? A certain image. But if you introduce that from us early, well. but, but if you introduce that early that it's okay to have those feelings Mm -hmm. and you are going to have those feelings, then it is something that is going to be better received. Mm -hmm. Now with our parents, our parents were so headstrong and they didn't, they never let you see that soft side. So I think Mm -hmm. that's where we, um, as Caribbean descendants um, are so strong um, a lot of times when sometimes we just want to be able to have a good cry or sometimes just be able Mm -hmm. to let our hair down. But we're so, it is embedded in us to be so strong that we don't allow that part to happen. So when they see it not happening, they feel that's a norm and it's not. It really isn't, Mm -hmm. you know, you should be able to express yourself and you should be able to say, you know, how you're feeling. That's why, you know, therapy Mm -hmm. is a great thing. You think the West Indians was going to therapy? Mm -hmm. Oh no, that was never heard of. It, it, it was a different time of therapy, alcohol. Exactly. In the rum shop. In the rum shop, talking shit all day, all night. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. For, you know, you know what? Just, I have to take it back, though. I have uh-huh. to take it back. They did have therapy, but I feel like their therapy. So I'll, I'll look at it this way. For me and in, in, in the island, like the men would be playing dominoes and they will uh-huh. talk about stuff. 
because I know I used to be around my dad and he used to take us with his friends sometimes and they'd be playing dominoes and the stuff they would talk about I don't remember but they had conversation Mm -hmm. and think about the women when the women would get together and at least in the Caribbean island because it takes a village it's different than how it is here the women like our neighbors and stuff like that were raised like if you're cooking you know what I'm yeah, saying you would, they would all be together and I remember helping them like you know doing the BPs and all this just being kids and they're talking they're having yeah. conversations so the therapy may be different yeah. and maybe I don't know if it's different between because we're in America too because I feel like in the island even though they were headstrong but they had a real sense of a village and community thinking back on it like being there I know like I could go to this person's house that person's house and when their adults were together they would have conversation they would have conversations so maybe we're just looking at it the wrong perspective well, I think they had conversations. They probably had rum therapy sessions between them. Mm-hmm. But the child-parent relationship was not there. Yeah. They had their own relationships. They had their own rum therapy sessions. Yeah. They just weren't having therapy sessions with the kids. Yeah. Like, that's where the disconnect is. Mm-hmm. Right. So... That being said, like sitting us down and stuff like that, and then just be yeah. like, How was your day? How was it? Yeah, you're absolutely, so, yeah. So, when your child tells you you're my mother and you know, you call because you always call, mm-hmm. yeah, the expectation, the expectation of, yeah, 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 there's certain things, or Terry does something and you know, you don't get a thank you or I appreciate you, then yeah, they that, expectations, yeah. right? Yeah. That hurts as a, as a, because you have to remind your children that we are also human beings. I think like you said, it's like how we viewed, we didn't view our parents as mothers, daughters, wife, Uh -uh. right? Friends. Uh -uh. We just viewed them as mothers. So then even though, yeah, my child may say I'm your, you know, you're my mother. I just assume, but then I had to also, and I think I shared this with you, I had to sit back and process that Uh because at the same time, as I had the conversation with him to allow him to know like, yeah, I'm your mother, but I'm also these different, like it goes back to communication. Mm-hmm. Right to the norm in his mind is that I'm his mother, but I need to also have the conversation with him. So I'm your mother, but I'm also X Y Z. Right, I'm also this, this, this. So it's my responsibility to communicate that to listen to what he has to say because if I didn't have a space where he share those things. I would just make the assumption he's ungrateful, he's entitled, he's the oh, you're and all these things that we assume, but then I can't make that as like you said, expectation, right, Terry? So exactly. the thing is without a conversation, right? Without me having a conversation, I would never know that in his mind, he just sees me as his mother. He just sees me as well, those are the things you're supposed to do. So how was I supposed to know that that's wrong? Because technically what he's right. Right. <laughs> but B, Go you ahead. know something you I think that we have to we have to be able to um, really step back and reevaluate. And a lot of times, mm-hmm. again, and I have to say this word because of the expectations, we don't do that. Um, so this mm-hmm. is why sometimes the relationship between parent and child is broken. 
or, you know, or mm-hmm. it's not, um, it's not conducive for each other or there's a constant battle or mm-hmm. constant pull. But then when you mm-hmm. start to really understand the dynamic and really, and really have that conversation and say to yourself, okay, you know something, I know I'm your mother, but I'm also a woman. I'm also a friend. I'm also a sister. I'm also a a daughter, you know, so Mm -hmm. I I need you to see that in all that aspect, because you're not just my son. You're also somebody's friend. You're also somebody's um, Mm -hmm. cousin. You're also somebody's, you know, so you're a daughter. Yep. Exactly. It's more than just this one. It's it's more than just this one direct line. There's there's so many lines here that's connecting, but we got to be able to to Mm -hmm. open that up. And we have to be able to be honest and talk about that because sometimes those conversations are hard because we're in our feelings and we have to put the feelings to the side to be able to really dig deep and, and, and get to the bottom, you know, so we could have better relations and raise better. And you know what? That's cool. And that's one thing that I realized in having conversation, like you said, Lisa, with, I mean, my mom is still around and I had to have heart to heart with her lately, recently. And one of the best thing that I realized for me is that sometime in maybe you could relate to me, Terry, it's like, I look at her and after I had a conversation heart to heart with my mom, I had to realize like sometimes it's pride. Right. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's also as a woman, as a mother, right. And she was a single mother. She probably didn't want to hear that. She didn't do a good job. Correct. She didn't want to hear that there were faults in her upbringing to myself and my sister. Right. She didn't want to hear like those things happen. Certain things happen to us. And it's because you weren't around or this happened. So in her mind, now I have to sit back and say, but it wasn't your fault. Right. Because I think a lot of times Mm. that's where we go wrong. You understand what I'm saying? It's like for me in my relationship with my son all day, every day, I tell him I will fuck up because I'm a human being all day, every day. I don't have it together. I don't have it right. And if you come up to me and you tell me, mom, X, Y, Z, I will sit my ass down, listen to you behind and say, yeah, you know what? Yeah. My son has done that to me many of time. And guess what? I never make him feel like, oh, you're the child and how dare you and all this stuff. But I think with our generation, I've had that happen to me. Mm-hmm. Is that when I've gone Correct. to my mom respectfully, then it was like, well, you're the child. How dare you come up to me and tell me X, Y, Z. And that's where I think we have changed it is that we're able to, like you said, Terry, sit down. If we fuck up and they're like, look at here, mom, Mm -hmm. you did this. I'm like, oh, my bad. Apologize because we probably never heard our parents apologize to us. And be able to, like you said, reevaluate, have the conversation, listen, but being able to understand that. We're not going to have it together, especially when raising our children. Maybe that's where my mom's generation is. They want to feel like they did everything right. You Mm -hmm. understand what I'm saying? They did everything perfectly. And it's okay for them to feel that way because, but at the same time, I realize like that's not realistic. You're Mm -hmm. setting yourself up to fail. And, and because of that, now you have pride, you have all this stuff that you're not allowing, like you said, everything else that's really important to come into play, which is the relationship that we need to build. Yeah, I agree. 
I definitely agree. Uh-huh. No, they 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 definitely don't want to feel like they did anything wrong. Because remember the discipline episode that we did, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And Lamar was like, she loved she loved all the episodes. And then when we got to the discipline, it was like, well, you ladies, you know, you you, you could do better. <laughs> you ladies are getting there, you know. So I guess my question like is, the they don't want to. They don't want to see the stain. You know what I mean? No, they don't want to see no. the stain. Well, is it because they're in, is they they're in their feelings? That's why. Is it because the feelings it, it is sitting right there? So they're in those those feelings, and they don't want to feel those feelings. Is that it? Could that be it? Oh yeah. I oh, think that's yeah. part of it, but I also think that they they also have, like you said, Lisa, their <laughs> grandmother passed that out. Our grandparents passed that out to them. So you understand? So. Not trying to be funny, but I don't know how my mom's relationship with her grandma is. So what if her mom made her feel like she wasn't worthy or she didn't get, she was always, you understand what I'm saying? I'm not saying her mom was a bad mom, but let's say that relationship also was, like you said, broken. Mm-hmm. Does that yeah. make sense? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So if you're not, feeling, yeah. So if you're not, if you don't have your mother giving you or your father giving you that worthiness, like you're my child, you're worthy, but you're, you're not perfect. You have flaws just like I have flaws, right? But that doesn't make you less unworthy or less like your life. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. And then I think sometimes that's what it is from, at least I can speak for me. I feel like sometimes that's what it is, is when you show people like, yo, you're not perfect. I'm not perfect, but they don't want to see that. Then that causes conflict because how dare you tell me I'm not perfect? Like my mom will tell me, well, you know, I did this and I did that and I did this and I did that. And I was like, well, no one is saying what you didn't do, but that that reminder is it goes back to what I said is automatic love. Mm-hmm. I did all these things for you, so it's automatic, right? Yep. So hundred percent. Automatic love, automatic appreciation, automatically you should know I did these things for mm-hmm. you. And that's something that it's it's not automatic. We need to um DNA is automatic, but uh <laughs> The love and and like you said, B, didn't you say earlier something like that? I'm your mother too, but I also don't. I don't mm-hmm. have to be. The relationship doesn't have to be there because there's a lot of people out there that don't have relationships with their parents. Yeah, because I think I mean? yeah, so it's not automatic. Yeah, you know what I mean. Everybody's here and everyone's participating in the relationship because they want to. Mm-hmm. That is correct. And I think like like you said, yeah, sometimes people do do. Yeah, in the relationship, just like on this podcast, we've talked about doing the work, right? Learning who you are, right? So if you're a different sign, like our Zodiac sign episode was another one, right? Where we did our birth chart to find like our similarities, our differences, the things that make us us. Our children also have these things. That's correct. So what if you birth a child and even though your child chooses you, but they're totally opposite of who you are. Like you love to communicate, but their sign, they're like, uh, no, hell no, I don't like to communicate. So you got to find their love language, right? That's another episode that we did. People were just dropping these episode please tune in and do all this stuff that y'all need to listen to but i'm just saying it's all it's all coming in full circle though it's right? connected all the, pieces, all the pieces are coming together right because i do think about that often where some parents and children they are tight as thieves right mm-hmm. you notice that some parent children relationship tight as thieves and there are some that they can't stand each other and i always think back to that like 
the zodiac sign, mm-hmm. there's certain personalities that just don't get along with certain personalities. But, yep. So, ladies, what is my learning for today? And what is my tip for today? Plan your conceiving of these children. Oh, you know, my <laughs> fight naked when you need to fight naked. You know, <laughs> no, for another episode. Yes, and no, not only that, but you need to fight naked and schedule it, right? Yeah. So that you can schedule when this is conceived and therefore you can have better relationships. Bullshit. Okay, that's bullshit. I was just just, getting ready to say. I was just getting ready to say. Okay. Because you know what? They also, with the love language, you can learn, like, you can learn the love language of your children. People don't understand that. Not only for your partner, but I've done that with my child. It's like, you could also learn their love language. So use your, like, I would say for me as a parent, because again, I was so scared to have a child because I didn't want to fuck it up. But the thing is, use your resources like you said Lisa it's not automatic but there's resources you need to learn the development of your children like I read like whatever age group my child is going into I read the development stages because guess what I don't know these things so it's not you also are not an automatic mother no everybody's not an automatic lover lover mother sorry father (laughs) we know where Lisa mine is (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my bad yes you are correct you have to do the reason because then also too it goes back to again our, you know our upbringing it goes back to the Caribbean West Indian mm-hmm. versus American that side they didn't think to do the research like oh let me do the research I had my child their zodiac sign is this mm-hmm. maybe I need to learn their love language let me learn how I could better communicate with my child mm-hmm. and then okay we can't expect the child to know that off the break that has to be taught yes that has to be taught so but perfect that's perfect that is great perfect. conversationally yes. yes so, so wait a minute ladies so, listeners so, out there Go ahead. Wait a minute before before we wrap this up. So, ladies, what is your tip? My tip. Oh, I gave my tip. <laughs> okay. My tip was to co- plan your uh, conceiving of your children. Okay. That All was my right. tip. All right. My then. tip is, I think I would say, building. You have to build your relationship. It's effort and action. It's not like we like the, this episode. It's not going to be automatic. No matter if you have ten children, each one of those are different human beings that you need to put effort and work in to build a relationship just like you would if you're trying to find a man or a woman, you know, it's the same thing. Okay. And my tip is stop, look, listen, understand. That's, That's good. My t- yes. That's what my tip is. All right, ladies. So with that, the understanding is that we are out. Thank you for joining us this week on Unfiltered Lyman with BLT. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and join our Facebook page. As always, subscribe to our show to catch every new episode. Leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh and exciting content. See you next Thursday, same time, same station. Unfiltered Lyman with BLT is edited and produced by Unfiltered Lyman with BLT.